Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, conspirators. To the lucky die in Kino. Previously, Ivorish changes his stripes and Gref gains an employee. Despite their plan of taking the night easy, a message from Amira sees an liberating and assembly agent from initiative hands without arousing suspicion. During the fight, however, a Rorm was shot out of the air and fell to their death. Is this stranger worth the cost? Do they have the money to revive their fallen companion? And will Amira make good on her promise? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die in Kino. left off two of you were by your fallen companion and Arlis um, in front of you there is an Aarakocra holding two long swords there is a tabaxi looking paladin uh, uh, there also and they're both leaning over their fallen companion there is a dead gnome clad in armour there is a surrendered tabaxi archer who was one of your guards sitting on top of the carriage. And there is an unconscious drow laying at the back who was your magic user. And a couple of dead guards. What do you three want to do? Explain yourselves if you want to live. Um, you need to make... <laughs> So yes, PB, uh, for, for the audience who don't know what's going on, uh, Travis has come in to play the drow that they've just rescued slash kidnapped. Um, PvP for Travis is turned on. Um, we discussed this before. So whatever it is that Neil is about to do. <laughs> what is Neil about to do? Well, I got my spell slots back, but I didn't get my yes, you did. fell suggestion back. And I you did not. I think I tried to use it. Yes, you did. Yes. (laughs) On the magic person. Yes. Um, Specifically, I remember really wanting that to work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it succeeded. Was it the magic Uh, person? It was someone specific. Um, Yeah, it was someone. It's either way, it's gone. So. Um, Are any of my guards still alive or awake or anything? God. All right. So. 
One, uh, two of your guards are still alive. One of them is sitting on top of the carriage itself. Um, they've placed down their bow and they clearly have surrendered their hands in the air and they're not making any moves, but there are tears streaming down their face, uh, probably because their twin is dead at the front of the carriage. Um, at the back of the carriage, there is a passed out drow. Um, they were actually traveling with you in the carriage. Uh, they jumped out, cast a bunch of very high level magic spells and was then knocked out um those are your two living companions um which one was the one that actually killed iran uh the one who actually knocked him out of the air was the tabaxi archer the one that is sitting on top of the carriage the one that surrendered yes okay but we do have one other that is alive (laughs) one other is alive but they are unconscious okay your note specifically said don't kill them all? <laughs> yeah, well, that the one that killed Iran is dead for sure, though, right? We know this? Okay. If, because... you, want, if you want to kill the tabaxi that is surrendered, I won't stop you. <laughs> I just want to make the point that the magic user is, like, by far the most powerful one of them, and I don't want to leave that motherfucker alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, the tabaxi on top of the, um, on top of the car, uh, sorry, on top of the carriage can still see you all. They are still watching this go on with absolute horror in their face. Um, yeah. All right. Um, does it take um, Ivers a couple of seconds to answer uh, the drow's first inquiry, or is this meta-wise? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and say Iris takes a couple seconds because okay. uh, the, uh, the, the spell that I have isn't like super great. Yeah. Then I'm imagining the drow like starts looking from like his alive guard to his unconscious guard, <laughs> and Gref just uh, quickly goes like, um, "How does he phrase this? You're our prisoner now, so don't do anything fucking dumb. That's what you need to know." And he starts striding towards you with, like, two long swords in hand. On whose behalf am I being captured? At least I should know this much. Yeah, but Gref just goes like, ah, wouldn't you like to know? Tabaxi, get the fuck down here before I bring you down. She very shakily gets off the top of the carriage. Um, she pauses a moment by her brother. Um, but kind of looks at the very angry-looking Aarakocra with two long swords and decides she's getting off the carriage. Hmm. She goes to stand next to Arlis. Are you allies of the princess? Hmm. I guess Gref, like, pauses at that and, like, looks up kind of in a thinking manner. And... And then Ivaris shoots the tabaxi with, with Iran's gun. <laughs> Oh, um, okay. I was going to say at advantage because she has surrendered, uh, but at disadvantage because you're using his gun, in which you're not proficient. So <laughs> let's just do a straight dex roll. I think that will determine your use of this gun. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll, click, I'll click the button for the damage. Well, I rolled an eight. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a steaming pile of no. The shot goes <clears throat> completely wide. Um Alice, uh, this kind of level of technology guns is not normal. Um, you've seen a couple maybe in your entire life. Um, this one's directly pointed in your immediate area. Um, no, that doesn't do any damage. It goes completely wide, I'm afraid. Okay. I grab my ears in retaliation. <laughs> he is shaking and is kind of like clearly frustrated-ish. It looks 
like he's confused, <laughs> but clearly not happy. You don't need to kill anyone else. I I won't tell anyone. I promise. Please, just just um just let us go. Who are you after? Is it me? Can I knock them out? Oh yeah, you can give it a shot. Ah, uh, that's a that's a problem. I don't want to hit them with my weapon because I always feel the non lethal thing sounds ridiculous. Uh-huh. But I do love the idea of Graf just walking up to them, headbutting them. <laughs> um, for the sake of hilarity, sure. Um, I'll, I'll roll an attack as if, as if with weapon to see if I get yeah, enough yeah, damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a standard longsword. Here we go. Yeah, it's a crit. <laughs> Why is it at advantage? Oh, uh, because... Oh, wait, she surrendered. Never mind. All right, uh, how do you critically knock her out? I mean, this is crit damage on your crit longsword, which is basically you headbutting this tabaxi into unconsciousness. <laughs> why, don't you just, why don't you just kill her? Uh, because Gref has... <laughs> He doesn't want to kill them right now. There, we have one extra. We have an <laughs> extra. We don't need anyway. this right now. We don't. How how do you Gref walk as he's striding towards uh, the drow? Uh, the drow goes like, uh, "What was it? Did the princess sent you?" Yeah, yeah, yes. And I'm assuming the Gref goes something along the lines of like, "The princess says her regards," and then just puts the tabaxi down. Uh, she's going to be so stunned by this move that she's not going to remember your witty last line oh, before you knock her out. Damn it. Well, anyway, then Graf just kind of looks over like, yeah, it's the princess. And what would her name be? I feel like I shouldn't answer that. I'm always told I talk too much. So how about this? You take us on our word that we are kidnapping you, and until you feel the need to escape, you just... Like, don't really try it, because we'll cut you down, just like we did everybody else here. If you promise to leave my associates alone and harm them no further, I glare at uh, the tabaxi with the strange, loud boomstick. I will come with you willingly, for the time being. You don't have a choice. Stop talking. Griff. Yes. What do we do? And Ivers is kind of looking back and forth. He's not taking things very well. <laughs> if there's any moment okay. where Iris has clearly been in distress. Now is the moment. All right. Uh, Gref kind of surveys the field and just go like, goes like, it's the end of a battle. We collect our dead and we move on. So far, we've never had to before. But now we do. Um... One second, uh, and Graf's going to walk uh, to the back to the mage. Yeah. Uh, like, just ocular pat down real quick. Like, what am I looking at? A blue person? You're looking at a drow. Um, the hair is blue. Um, the skin has a bluish tinge to it. Um, their eyes are closed, but you, you think that they were probably bright blue at one point. Um they clearly have signs of magic upon them. There are various runes carved into their skin, uh, some of which are still glowing. Uh, this is clearly a magic user of some sort. All right. Um, they don't seem to be... Like, Gref's going to quickly like pat them down for any uh, arcane symbols or anything like that. Oh, yeah, you'd find an arcane symbol um, for sure. 
It's a it's a tiny little uh, crystal teardrop, and it has a, a magical rune carved into it, and the carving is filled with gold. Oh. It's oh, not boy. gold. No, 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 but it's way fancier <laughs> than expected. Uh, yeah, Gref like's going to grab that, shove it in his pocket, then he's just going to lift the person a little bit by their hair and like cut a little bit of it, and uh, he like ties it in a knot and puts it in a pocket. Okay. And then he starts walking back towards the drow. All right. <clears throat> yes, Princess Boo sent us. Uh, or Amira. And you're going to come with us, and we're going to help you finish whatever the fuck you wanted to do. And once that, once that's done, she's going to pay us. Or she's going to help us find a person. So I would very much, very much appreciate if you played along for now. Because this was... Uh, this went worse than we expected. A lot worse. This could have all just been avoided if you'd have said that sooner. Or contact me alone, perhaps, instead of ambushing me on a highway. Let's go. Graf's mm. gonna walk over and pick up Aaron. It's pretty hefty. Yes, he is. Um, as you lift him up, um, Arlo should become aware there's a lot of mechanical wearing and clinking. Um, yes, it's... Uh, this person has definitely been infused with some sort of technology metal type stuff. Um, yeah, Aron isn't breathing. There's no, there's no pulse. There's nothing. He hangs limply from your arms as you guys go where? What is your plan? Do you know where we're going? We were told to help you. That's it. Oh. Agency. This is something I haven't had in some time. Delightful. Uh, well, you should lead us uh, toward the coast, ideally. We have uh, a very important place to be very, very quickly. Uh, you could say the fate of the world is in our hands, almost, as it were. Who are you? My name is Aulis. I am the penitent sufferer. Surely you've heard of me. I need you both to roll history checks. I'm about to find out. <laughs> I, hate, um, I hate it when you guys do this. <laughs> oh, hey, I rolled a five. You, 20. I was actually going to say you were going to be rolling with some sort of negative anyway, but uh, yeah, you know nothing. You have never heard of this guy. A 20. Yes, you have heard of Arlis the Penitent Sufferer. He is well known amongst um, the initiative, um, initiative members. He is... Very well known for hunting down and destroying various assembly members. Um, he's very loyal to the initiative. There will be no loyaler uh, initiative person than Arlis, by all accounts. Mm-hmm. Also a little bit religious. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, if all the penitent sufferer stuff on him didn't give it away, he uh, he looks like a paladin of Ilmater at a quick glance. Never heard of you. Come on. <laughs> We need to get ourselves very quickly to Freedom's Bluff. Uh, Griff, a moment. Yes, yes, of course. Um, say, say his name again. Arliss. No, no, Griff too. Uh, Ivers, I think that's way funnier. <laughs> say, say his name again. Arliss? Arliss. Arliss. No, all. All. A-U-L. All. 
Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. I just kind of like throw uh, a distance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, allness. Yeah, that's what I said. Can you give us a minute, I guess? One other just for your minute. Uh, also, there's a town called uh, Yaoli. If, if it's on the way or the other way around, we also need to stop there. I'll give you your minute. Over space. Okay. Okay. But we need to pick up on this. I'll, um, I'll look out. Make sure that gonna... the trout doesn't wake up the wizard. I was like shaking his head like, what the fuck? This guy. <laughs> uh, Gref trying to boss us with... around. Quit it. <laughs> Go back to sleep. <laughs> so you two have your minute. Yeah. Uh, Gref, uh, uh, Iris whispers in your ear uh, who he is. <laughs> oh. Oh no. What would this person want with Princess Boo other than to kill them? Griff? Perhaps uh, we should pr- keep them tied up, unconscious, something. But Princess Boo is the one who sent us here. Um Right, but they we don't know if they're friendly, we just know that we are catching a prisoner. Uh, no, we were told to help them. That's our job. She told we us told to, to help, help but we- Princess Boo help the no. You know, no, 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 no. The, the message was, and Graf is gonna grab the piece of paper. And uh, did you post it in the chat? Uh, do you want me to read you the note again? Uh, yeah, I guess. Lover of mine, I have found the pale lady, but I need something from you. Help us, and we help you. A good-looking drow in immaculate wood armor bears the iconography of the suffering god. He will be on the main road at midnight outside of Freedom's Bluff. Rescue him, but disguise this as a kidnapping. Number of guards unknown. Do not kill them all. Help the drow with their task, and then we will bring the pale lady you seek. Thanks, sugar. Uh, yeah, Gruff's gonna like crumple the part that is lover of mine and thanks, sugar. <laughs> oh, I've already and, like, seen it. I know, but Gruff's still trying to hide it. Like, help him with his task. Uh, whatever he's trying to do, the guards did not want him to do, but uh, uh, Amira wants. Uh, Ivers looks over at you and kind of asks from a short distance away <laughs> at you. We were asked to rescue you. Why were you needing rescued from the people you work for? I have a mission. It's very important. Uh, it cannot be accomplished while I am with the initiative. There are too many eyes, too many prying eyes, and this is a very important secret mission. Is the mission for the initiative? It's for the good of all. Uh, I'm going to incite that uh, just, on, just on base value. Insight and deception, please. Yep. Well, I got a three. Oh, no. You are completely unsure. It's those beautiful <laughs> blue so eyes. Those yellow eyes. My beautiful, it's my beautiful yellow eyes. Yeah, you get distracted by his beautiful yellow eyes. Light wink thrown in there. <laughs> On his scarfy face. A solid eight or a nine. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gruff's going to like grab you back into the huddle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, um, whatever he's doing most likely has something to do with all these weave of creations and all these gods and all that stuff. He, that he, is if, the if concern, Graf, but what are we going to... Do we okay, know okay. if we can trust this person to be 
you know. So far, the initiative, as far as we know, uh, creates visas creation and kills gods. And so far, the assembly, as far as we know, gets people that create Weaves of Creations off Kino. So my feeling is like whatever the assembly is doing is in general kind of just better. But let me put it like this. If things go badly, we can always just, you know, you know, just throw him off a cliff. We don't know what he is doing. He is a prisoner and a loyal (laughs) at the same time. I don't think he was a prisoner. I think we killed his bodyguards. Did we? <laughs> Can I overhear that part with a perception check? Possibly? Because that's a really... Can, uh, sure. <laughs> Gref kind of like volumes up <laughs> when it goes like that. <laughs> yes! 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 Finally, it works. Um, so what did you get on your perception check? <laughs> uh, I got a nine. Just trying to overhear that part. It was actually a na- natural one. Uh, if it has a red box around it, it's a natural one. Oh, then I, I hear Jack. Mm. <laughs> But I would like to say that officially Jack shit. I, I would like to say at the end of the conversation, he Gref like f- tunes up like, and I think what we killed were just his bodyguards. And then he looks over at you. Yeah, yeah. In that case, uh, yes, uh, you were a little bit preoccupied to pick it up initially, but yeah, yeah, you get it. You, 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 you hear him. Yes, yes, you did kill my bodyguards, uh, including some friends of mine. Oh, hands go down when like when you say that, like, well, uh. Well, one friend of mine. Sorry about that. The mission is more important than any of us individually. We have work to do. What is your mission? We're not doing anything else. We can talk on the road instead of next to a pile of bodies. The pile of bodies made this whole thing not worth it. So before we do anything else at all, I need to know what the fuck it is we're doing. Fairly simple. Where do your loyalties lie? Uh... Ivers like lifts his thing and shows you his like Sabras thing. Then you will certainly wish to prevent the death of other gods. Certainly. Then follow me. That's the plan. Please enlighten me. I don't think he's as uh, loyal as you think he is. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> Olaf, come come over here. You have to have another one of your powwows. Is this? No, no, you need to come here. Uh, Alice, Alice, not Olaf. Alice, Alice. <laughs> come over here, come over here, come over here. Gref uh, <laughs> uh, just like walks closer to you, holding his the body of his friend and just like leans in close and just goes like, you're betraying the initiative, aren't you? I betray none. I work for a higher power. And the higher power is asking you to do something that the initiative doesn't want you to do right now. The initiative has me on certain tasks that would prevent me from accomplishing these goals. Great. All right. So, Iris, if you please let us get moving. Whatever this is, it is time sensitive. Incredibly. We need to get to the coast. And I swear to you, by all the gods that are left, if this idiot does something dumb... I'll cut his head off. Just say the word. No questions. Iris looks like he's like calming down <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> and okay. just kind of like looks at the ground. Okay. Uh, I didn't get a chance to ask you guys to do this. 
um, but I will ask you now. He mentioned a town called Yoli. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you both to draw history checks. For reasons I'm not going to elaborate upon. Um, uh, uh, Ron, no, he's gone. Ivoris, you roll at disadvantage, and Scriff, you roll at advantage. Oh. I rolled an eight. I rolled the 14. Uh, on an eight, you have no familiarity with it at all. Um, for Gref on a 14, it is a familiar name. You've heard it once or twice, but probably way back in your childhood, like way, way back when. Oh. You can't okay. place it exactly. Okay. Um, Gref is going to start walking uh, like towards Freedom's Bluff, which is also towards the coast, if I... So Freedom's Bluff is the town on top of the cliff. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. No. no but you away. do have a dead companion to deal with. I know. Um, Graf's intention is to find a um, place somewhere close by where we can put Aaron down for like the time being. Okay. So you guys want to walk into town carrying a dead body? No, he wanted to go to the coast. Am I misremembering? Which is uh, in yes. town. Kind of. Yes. So you guys are on top of a cliff. That's where Freedom's Bluff is. Mm-hmm. So Freedom's Bluff goes for a very, very long expanse. It's a good couple of miles. Mm-hmm. Um, the quickest way would literally just scale down the front of this. Or use those certain tunnels that you have discovered to get you down a good portion. But the tunnels are like super time consuming. Yes, it's super time consuming. Um, it's that, or you're going to have to walk a long way around. We could leave them at the temple, or well, it would probably be best not to try to carry a body down through that bar. But we should alert. No, um, no, I. You're correct there. Uh, we're gonna head towards the first, like, kind of secret tunnel entrance to the. Um, to the underground mm-hmm. and basically stash Aaron there. <laughs> um, so the entrance to the various entrances to the underground section of Freedom's Bluff that you know, the ones that are actually inside the cliff itself, um, you only know the entrances from within the town. So you still have to go into town with the corpse. The teleporter is not uh, like on the edge of town? Uh, no. So the teleporter is definitely within the town. It's just on an edge of it. Oh, okay. In my brain, it was no problem. <sighs> Fuck. You, you don't have any spell or anything we can do about this. Me? No, I, I, I... This thing's a machine? Or a person? No, he, he's a friend. A friend of ours. Hmm. He, he is mostly machine at this point, but no. No, I, I don't... Uh, I don't know of anything that could help. Uh, though I do know... Lathander can resurrect. Would he... Would you recognize him? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh... Uh, actually, yeah, I guess you could roll are. a history check. Yeah, there's a chance that you may know Seven. who these are now that you're face to face with them. No, okay, you don't know. I didn't really study all. history on, on people who are not in the initiative. Yeah, uh, no, like there would have been a chance that you could have known them from your day to day dealings with being in the initiative or at least heard of them, but uh, unfortunately, not, not so much. Um, so, who are you? While we're talking and chatting, and you know who I am so clearly. I smile when I say this. <laughs> Alice is super happy. Are they chipper? I don't think... I 
don't think Iris wants to let you know that we're with the initiative. <laughs> I don't think he wants to do that. <laughs> Graf, you certainly can. But, uh, <laughs> like, Gref is waiting for you to talk up, uh, speak up. And if you hesitate, he's just like, uh-oh. Uh, we're, I am an acquaintance of, uh, oh, God damn it, brain. Come on. I'm an acquaintance of Amira. Hmm. She's going to do me a favor if I do her a favor. If you're trying to save the gods from dying, why are you working for people who are trying to kill them? You still haven't told me who you are. I smile. <laughs> Dodging the question. Iris flashes his badge, I guess. Because um, I'll fucking kill you yeah. anyways. <laughs> he, he flashes you a badge that denotes him as being a member of the Kino Initiative Task Force 10, um, which are basically lists, uh, a lot of little groups uh, dedicated to doing random jobs and tasks for the initiative that are sometimes uh, not strictly above board, but have to be done. You certainly would understand with this. The initiative isn't always perfect, and sometimes it needs assistance. You must understand this. Surely. One of your stature. Isn't perfect. I have reason to believe they killed my god and are about to do it again. Aren't perfect. <laughs> hmm. Well, you wouldn't be too far unfounded, I suspect. Iris, do you have a spell so we, we can get Aaron into the city? A spell... Um, we have a ca- we have a cart. We could put everyone in the cart and just go in the city like everything is fine and flash badges if we need to. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's a fine idea. Which deity did you worship? Now, Savras, the one that I- died. No, you said again. So, who who are you thinking now to worship now that Savras is gone? That was my question. No, I'm not worshipping anyone else. I still have my things to do. Hmm. I think. A religious widower. Interesting. Okay. So, is the plan to pick up all these corpses, shove them in the carriage, and just ride home? No. The plan is to hold Aaron to the town and... Hmm. Basically, put yeah. Basically, put them somewhere <laughs> where no one's gonna mess with them in like the town or outside the town. Maybe not inside the town. You no, know, we're gonna let Tabaxi and Blue Hair take care of their dead. We're gonna take care of Aaron. Okay, so in theory, the f- three of you plus Aaron's body could easily go in the carriage mm-hmm. um, one of you taking control of the horses but yeah you could easily pass through the gates especially with your badges you don't think that would be a problem I mean easy Aulis is also pretty well known so Aulis could just like don't search the cart uh, oh I, I've already been officially kidnapped I couldn't do anything like that oh damn Boring. so yeah you just have to hide his face other than that you, you'd be, be good just hide two bodies in this carriage <laughs> Uh, do you do I know how to deal with cart yeah carriages and horses uh like under non strenuous circumstances yeah I'd say you'd be able to competently do this yeah uh, being being your history you could be able to competently do this all right 
yeah, uh, Graf's just gonna like gently put Aaron in the carriage and uh, put Iris and oh, Jesus Christ, say your name one more time. Oh, this. Or Liss. Aulis. Ah. Like instead of I, just put an all. Iliss Auris. You so what are you doing with the the bodies? Dragging them to the side of the road. Blue hair can take care of her deaths. Okay. Are you are you moving any of those uh, either the unconscious tabaxi or the unconscious blue drow? Uh just I don't know, like no, I'm leaving the where I left the, where they fell. Uh, I'm assuming that, that this whole scenario is taking place in the matter of like minutes. Moments, yeah. Like we're, we're not like picking them up, going like, hmm, where should I put you? And putting them back down. Like, no, no. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we, we just basically shove the, I shove the three of you in the back and just jump on the front. And I kick the two bodies off the front of the cart and right away. Okay. Um, we're going to tie up without- the ones that are, well, Actually, they're friends with you. Fuck, this is stupid. Well, you killed my one friend. <laughs> with fucking Princess Boob's bad information killed your friend. <laughs> I guess let's not start it is, it is important for me to know whether you are tying these people up or whether you're just going to leave them unconscious. The one that killed Iran is getting tied up. <laughs> okay, want, so I, I you tie want. the tabaxi up. <laughs> Yeah, okay, which you, is you easy because she's unconscious. She's unconscious. So. All right, so the tabaxi is tied up, hog tied. There's no way she's getting out of any of these knots without any sort of help. And y'all just getting on the car, <laughs> uh, on the carriage and riding away, right? Yes. Uh, I have failed uh, innocence to mention to you that Iris's <laughs> S's have been happening and there might be a role that Needs to be made to interpret. Yes, um, you that can Iris either take. Yeah, you can either take a. Actually, what's your passive perception? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, you can either take an investigation perception or a. Yeah, only one of those two. Perception A. I think I just rolled it. Uh, it came out at eleven. Hmm. Yeah, you don't. There's something odd about this tabaxi. You're not sure what it is. Um, as you guys make your way back towards the town in the carriage that you guys have now stolen, the disguised selves wear off. Yeah. Oh, well, and yeah. maybe that's why you thought there was something odd with this tabaxi um, paladin as they transform into... Oh, God, where's your picture? What the fuck do you look like? <laughs> Another cat. Uh, sand coloured, right? <laughs> it looks like a different kind of cat. Uh, different colorations, different markings, he but more importantly, like, he has an eye patch. Yeah, he looks like a kind of tiger pattern, but like the stripes mm-hmm. got, like if you got water on them and they weren't dry yet and they were ink and they blotched out. And he looks kind of more like a blotchy cobra snake pattern with the tiger colors than he does. Yeah. It looks like his fur is like changed into snake patterns. And his and tongue kind of comes out. Um, yeah, his tongue is a little odd, which may be ticking off your senses, but you can't quite place it's it. It's like forked and yeah. snake-like and um, weird and inconvenient. I can seal his chuckle as this happens and the spell wears off. I'm just like... 
you also notice uh, as you kind of like look around, realizing that if one of them was disguised, perhaps the other one was too. Um, Gref, the Aarakocra with dual long swords, is in fact a Goliath with dual long swords. <laughs> That's strangely unique. There we go. Uh, this is this is what you note. Um, okay, okay, Arlis, I'd like you to make one more perception check, please. And the only reason I'm letting you do this is because of the backstory you recorded. Thirteen, but uh, if it requires linguistics, I know a little bit more about certain linguistics. Yes, that's why I wanted you to roll. That's the only reason I was letting you roll. <laughs> On a 13, um, you notice that both their speech patterns are a little bit odd. Um, Olus tends to, sorry, Ivaris tends to overroll and hiss most of his S's and Gref's accent is something not quite Goliath about it. Hmm. Do you travel okay. much? I'm imagining I'm at the front of the cart, so... Yeah. Uh, like, what is there like a window or is he? Like, of course, yeah. <laughs> Let's say it's a, a little thing that he could speak to the driver should he wish, and he is wishing to speak to you. Uh, you ask uh, Graf if he travels much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the more talkative of the two. <laughs> Iris is being moody. Yeah. <laughs> Iris doesn't know how to handle his emotions, guys. <laughs> Traveled very far. Yes. Across uh, large bodies of water, possibly. Yeah, you had to cross the. Uh, I had to cross the uh, like big water to get to the orcs. Hmm. Interesting. Um, hmm. The orcs. You wait, orcs, orcs. Uh, you were around. Yeah, big green motherfuckers. Big tusks. Fight with two long swords. Certainly. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> would you happen to have been around them, say, during the death of a certain god? No, 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 no. What? No. Hmm. Well, why are you asking that? That is a very specific question. What do the orcs have to do with Severus? <laughs> My head, uh, Alice's <laughs> head switches back. He speaks. Huh. Well, more than you might know. He does not like your <laughs> sarcasm towards his uh, <laughs> silence. Yeah, you, you just kind of hear shouted from the front of the car from Gref like, Keep talking. Uh, once we've uh, once we've finished my mission, I can talk more freely. Uh, but right now, I'm not really sure I trust you with information, much less my life, which is in your capable hands. Oh, not bird person, and different cat person. <sighs> fine, 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 fine. With strange accents. Yeah. How how did you come to be in the initiative? You don't seem local. <laughs> uh, Amira, is that her name? Adnalov. Adnalov, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Amira got stop. <laughs> no, Amira can't fuck you into everything. Okay, oh, Amira's the tabaxi. Adnalov, fuck. Uh, you didn't fuck the assembly to get into the initiative. Quit. Stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Griff just just goes back like like. Uh, Got into a bit of a scuffle, got into a bit of a debt. Adnalov uh, basically got me out of it on the promise that I'd join the task force for a while. Hmm. And you're very much against the evil, uh, vile enemies that we hold. 
Ah, uh, yes, I, I can't stand those enemies. <laughs> I'll be honest, dude. I'm in this for the money and the experience. <laughs> so you're not with, you're, you don't really care about the assembly or the initiative. Not really. Um, like, I, I, I get that you need, you need hands to do jobs for a country. Like, I get that. And I don't mind being the hands, but what I've heard recently gave me no reason to want to be the hands anymore. It's, it's dumb. What if I could offer you something more tangible than experience or gold? I'm listening. What if I told you that the world <laughs> as it stands, wheels are in motion where it will not be the same. It will actually come to be very different. A world without gods. A very sad world where the dead stay dead forever. Where there is no hope. Where darkness and death are the only constants. Well, undeath. Let's make it three constants. I smile. <laughs> I'm not trying to move you toward that world. What if I'm saying that you could be one to prevent it from coming to pass? It doesn't offer experience or gold, but it's a good thing. And it's one where you can continue to do what you do, and if you enjoy your shallow existence, uh, your one-dimensional being of, of gold for fights and hitting things, I, I can certainly respect that. And hey, I like hitting things too. But what I'm saying is uh, <laughs> perhaps there could be more, and your services and skills uh, could be used elsewhere with more efficiency and uh, possibly for a cause that is worth fighting for, dare I say? It's a good, solid pause. I'm just still staring till he says anything. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> that's why. Pauses <laughs> quietly. I like to imagine that the characters come to a bit of a halt. It's definitely slowed down. We'll talk on this further, I suppose, after we. Uh, Retrieve what I need. I can't go back to Adnilov. What do you mean? I can't go back. I don't... He kind of gestures at Iran and kind of looks back down, kind of defeated. It's... Ibris, this is the price we pay for the jobs we do. We don't get paid as we do because we're, we're, we're talented. We do it because it's dangerous. He knew the risk. Sure, Griff. I know. But I've lost two groups already. Don't give it to despair, friend. There is suffering in this world, but I know when there's... I think I'm losing my job. I think this is kind of small scale on the grand scheme of things. I just don't think I can go back and face Adnilov again. I don't think she'll understand anymore. And you're going to make me tell her? If you want your job, Gref, you can, but I, I don't know if I'm... I, I, they're not... We're already a person short, Griff. They're not going to give me any more people. 
I'm asking if you're going to make me, your friend, tell Adnolov that, uh, that Aaron is dead. At least be there with me. Iris kind of looks at you like he's trying to understand what you're getting at. Like he didn't <laughs> catch it at first. I don't mind if you quit after this, if that's what you feel, but don't make me do this alone. Iris kind of looks down. If you want me to, t- to tell her, fine. No, I want you to be there. You don't have to say anything. You just need to be there. Ivis looks very judged. <laughs> Not by you, but <laughs> like he's anticipating being judged harshly. Uh, we get to the city gates. You do indeed. Uh, hold up here, sir. Hold up. Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow your horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, initiative business. And Graf gets out his little badge thing. Uh, you see like this uh, this old man with a very big cloak on just like like stumping his way towards you, uh, leaning very heavily on one side. And he's like, hey, anyway, pass it down. Uh, initiative, you say. Hang on, let me go and check your credentials. Hang on. And you see them like clump off back into the little guardhouse and they come back and they're wearing this little pair of half moon glasses on their eyes. And they're kind of like, initiative, uh, one, uh, grief? Graf. <laughs> Grief. Graf. Nice grief. No, I'm not the one with the dumb name. My name is Graf. <laughs> Pulls it out to his face, puts it a bit closer to his eyes. Oh, yeah. Two Fs. You're part of the initiative, are you? I'm part of Kino Initiative Task Force 10, yes. What do you do for this uh, task force? <laughs> Graf's going to like lean down and grab the uh, credentials <laughs> from him and like... Wait, you, we both know I'm not supposed to tell you that. <laughs> what did you like to know, little man? <laughs> <laughs> Do it! Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, fine. What about the rest of your cargo? What about the rest of us in there, in the carriage here? And you seem like hobbling along towards the back. Ah, initiative. Don't you fucking dare. Ah, initiative! And he knocks on the door. Graf is off the cart. Like, once he knocks, like... <laughs> what What did you say he was? I didn't. What race is he? He is a turtle. Oh, goddamn fucking turtles. He's like 12 or something, and he's already almost dead. <laughs> turtles have stupid lifespans. I feel very judged. You are. You get back on your horse. All right. Put your head out. Who's in it? It's an official search. I just... Oh, oh. Bean. Bean? Uh, Graf's gonna... The, the, the walkie-talkie thing that Aaron yes. made hasn't broken yet. It is not. Uh, Graf touches the ear and just goes like, only Ivers. And then just kind of goes like, <laughs> there's, there's one person back there and a VIP, person that we're transporting. None of your business otherwise. I hop out uh. and I put my angry face on. My my unamused, I don't have time. Why are you wasting my time? And roll, I uh, roll an intimidation check. Badge and I just like flash it at them impatiently. 18. Um, roll VIP, a you say? He looks at your thing and he pulls it up to his eye. See his arm shaking a little bit, looking up at you, looking at it. He seems to clearly know what you are. <laughs> Well, yeah, if I'm trying Ivory. to intimidate somebody, he's just letting his tongue fly around. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ivoris. Uh, you go, sir. Hope you have a pleasant evening. Should be uh, raining later today, so you want to get yourself in a Freedom's Bluff. Nice and warm. He didn't say his name was Ivers. Bloody hell. You see any Yunchi on board? What the fuck? He could have warned me. As he's like wandering off. Um, you see the, the gates open um, and they allow you to roll through. Um, for Travis, uh, Freedom's Bluff. Um, if you think kind of very heavy voodoo south, that's the kind of very big vibe you get from this place. Delightful. All right. You guys are within the town. Unlike most of the nights that you guys have been here, no festival, no big parties going on, no dance-offs happening. Um, so what do you want to do? Uh, it's about the other side. It's going to be well over the other side of midnight. So probably about one, maybe two in the morning. We need to be at the cliffs. Uh, below, uh, there's a watery entrance we need to find below the cliffs. Yeah, you you, you want to get to the um, old school? We're looking for something very specific. <clears throat> uh, but we need to get below the cliffs, through a watery entrance, uh, below Freedom's Bluff. That is exactly what I know. Uh, um, Graf is now doing a little bit of math in his head. Math. Uh, logistics. Do we go? Can we Water, make the cart? Cliff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How many feet can I fall before I die? Is this cliff too tall? <laughs> Using the main roads, can Graf get real close to the church? Yeah, you could. Uh, you could. You could get all the way to the church, like uh, bar, like I don't know, fifty, sixty feet, hundred feet, maybe. Um, in which case, you would have to take Aron off of the carriage. Um, but yeah, you could almost get right up, right up to the temple itself. The intention is to get the cart as close to the temple as Gref can. Mm-hmm. Go get Aaron, take him inside, and like just kind of rudely get him to the priest. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys can go through the city, not a problem. The seats, are, uh, the streets themselves are pretty clear. There's not a lot of people out, same as same as the night before. Um, sorry, it was the night before. We haven't had a day since then. Um, some of the bars are beginning to kick out. Um, it's it's uh, the post parties that you guys were partially at um, beginning to dissipate. Um, but for the most part, the streets are fairly empty. You make your way up to the temple in your carriage um, and you stop outside the temple. You pick up Aron's body without a problem. Yeah, Gref opens the cart and just goes like, uh, Alice, stay here and Gref, like, stay out of sight and grabs uh, Aaron and starts mulling him towards the temple. Gladly. Uh, Ivaris, are you going with? Uh, yes. You both uh, go up to the temple. Um, the doors aren't locked, but they are closed. Uh, with a gentle push, you find your way inside. There's only a few candles burning inside now. Um, you can see that the, uh, the priest... The cleric is standing at the altar, performing some sort of late night uh, ceremony. You can see that there is a vast quantity of blood in various cups. You can see that there are a lot of things like candles and incenses that he is currently blessing. He's clearly using the night to do some of his prep work for the day. Um, he is wearing very little, just a... Uh, just a very thin piece of material um, with various bones that have been sewn onto various places, uh, a couple of feathers drenched in blood uh, weaved into his hair. Before I go too far with you two, mm-hmm. Arlis, 
what are you doing? Oh, oh, I was thinking about following them. I was considering it. I do have a certain kit with some certain objects that would allow me to look a little different. And I was thinking maybe, just maybe, <laughs> I might try to... Chokes on a blonde wig. See what... I, I'm. Well, it wouldn't be too much of a difference in my actual hair color. <laughs> no, no, no. I have a black wig, thank you. He has oh. a small, hairy caterpillar companion who he puts on his mustache. <laughs> Could I try a... Uh, I'll try changing into some clothes with a, uh, I think it's deception. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's say, let's say do deception. Um, and then a stealth behind them as well. So what did you get on your deception? Deception's a 23, stealth's an 18. I just want to see what they're up to. <laughs> and I'm going to probably Damn. try and beat them back to the, when they head back. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to say you're going to turn up roughly five minutes through because you need to get changed, make your way up there sneakily. But I will say you'll be able to make your way into the temple at least. Um, and if you want to follow them further, we'll discuss that then. Sure. I'm I don't know what you guys are planning on doing. Yeah, that's fine. In a very hushed voice, so all this has to roll more. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> you see the priest um, performing blessings over his various um, his various ritual items. Um, you can see that the uh, the door to his office is slightly ajar, and you can see um, a door on the other side where you know the turtle boys came in and out fairly often. That is also slightly ajar, and there is a flickering light inside there. Oh boy, Graf's just kind of. Not exactly stomping, but he's in no way trying to hide his movement as he approaches the priest. Um, the priest, uh, the father, um, finishes up blessing a cup of wine and he places a cup of blood and places it down on the altar and he turns to see the three of you. And his eyes immediately flick down to Aron and he raises an eyebrow. He is gone. It's a dangerous, thankless job we do. Please bring him here. Graf's gonna lay him gently on the altar. Uh, as you do that, like you can see, he's he without very little regard for the fact that they are blessed items and some of them. Are, he shoves them all off the altar, so you can just put him down very easily. Um, he's like, how long has he been gone? What would we say? Hour, hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, uh, it took us about an hour to. I would say no, we're more than 30 minutes. Okay. Um, you can see him begin to lift up his hand and like put his fingers underneath um, the metal work. Um, and you can see he puts his fingers along more like uh, under his armpits and sort of base of his neck. Um, you can see him like preparing the body and moving. I was like, what did he die of? Uh, was it? Uh, oh. And you can see he immediately comes across the wounds. Gref looks him straight in the eyes and just goes, explosion. There appears to be a pistol being shot with arrow. Explosion. <laughs> Goreth. Not explosion. This one was shot by an arrow and fell from the air. Gref, uh, he's touching Aaron right now. Yes. Right? Yeah. Gref's gonna grab, like, like, reach over, grab his hand, and squeeze it, and go. Explosion. What are you as far doing? as everyone else, fine. But I cannot bring him back if you do not let You're me not do my job. You're not bringing him back. Of course, I'm, you brought him to the Temple of Lathander. Of course, I'm going to bring him back. No, blasphemy. The dead stay dead. Blasphemy. My God is all about rebirth and bringing him back to life. You think I'm just going to let him lay here? No. You brought him here, Gref. I did not bring you here to 
defile him. Then why him. did you bring him here? Because we're not done. Yes. You bring him here means he is not done. You have literally brought him into my church. The church of Lathander. You think I'm not going to try and help him? Step away. Ref steps Step. back. Do you have any objections? And he turns to look at Ivers. Uh, Ivers looks kind of surprised. Um, and he's kind of looking back and forth at uh, Gref and the priest, and he shakes his head no and doesn't interfere. He kind of steps back. He doesn't want to get in between you guys. He's kind of neutral on this because <laughs> he doesn't have any reason to not want to bring people back. Now, I only have two of these gems. And I have two diamonds. Give me a moment. Um, and he claps his hands very loudly. Um, and you see one of the total boys just like racing across. Um, the kid isn't wearing anything at all. You can see some of the paint on his uh, underside from um, the previous uh, rituals and ceremonies. You see them pop their head out and just like blink a couple of times. And uh, very quickly in their native uh, Aquan, um he says something and he rushes off and he begins to anoint uh, Aron's body with various oils and puts down various um, feathers and small bones you see him ripping off his clothing and he just stands before you completely undressed it's like okay um, I need something I need something from one of you is one of you willing to do this with me Gref just folds his arms and stares at him what is your problem the dead stay dead this is unnatural what you're doing you are his friends. I cannot make the sacrifice required to bring him back. I can open the doorway. I can get you onto the stalking plane to talk to him, but I cannot do this alone. Why, Griff? See, the little tortoise boy comes out, puts the diamond in his hand and rushes off. Um, him and his little brother are also just sort of like grabbing various bloods and placing them in... Um, um, intricate patterns around the body and around the altar. At this point, Aulus, you have definitely heard the shouting. Like from outside, you would have heard this fairly easily and slipped inside in all the commotion. Gref does not look you in the eyes. He's just staring ahead at the priest and just like, it's not natural. It's not okay. This isn't exactly necromancy. It is. It is giving life. It's taking it back. The gods have claimed him. I need you to leave my church. Gref turns around and walks out. Shit, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you can dodge it out of the way, I'll say when you're 18, and Gref is a little irate. Um, Easy. Uh, the priest, um, the father turns to look at Ivaris. Ivers is clearly in a difficult position because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's kind of confused at Gref and doesn't want to hurt Gref. But at the same time, logically for Ivers, like he's, he's pretty neutral on it, but like he doesn't see the logic that Gref is seeing. And in Ivers's eyes, specifically, this is why Ivers is going to go ahead and help the man, is because Ivers doesn't think he's going to get people that are going to listen to him again. 
And that okay. happens pretty rarely. <laughs> and okay. uh, Aron asking uh, Ivers for help with something, like, was mm-hmm. personally, like, a big thing for Ivers. So. Okay. Let me check the very specifics of the spell. How long it takes. I think it's an hour. Fucking hour. Jesus effing. All right. Whether Gref wants to walk back in, whether he just stays outside, whether Aulus goes back and hides in the carriage, whatever you two want to do, I'm going to say you're going to be able to do this. Ivaris is locked in. It's not going to be able to step out of this. Ooh, an hour. It's an hour. It's an hour cast. Fuck. Blood is cast on the ground. This is unlike any raised dead spell you've ever seen, if you've ever been a part of one. I will leave this up to you over here in Kino. doesn't matter so much, but whatever. Um, he chants a lot in in his native which is uh, a kind of undercommon it's not again because it's split by the continents this is more like Discora undercommon than anything uh, Kino undercommon he mixes in a variety of other languages like Celestial and he calls out to Lathander many times you feel almost riveted in place once you cross the circle and you are bound within it um, they create an edge of bone feathers flesh blood as all of these things rise in the air and swirl around you you feel a tug on the back of your navel and you are pulled through to the stalking the stalking plane has a weird sepia tone to it everything here seems to be moving very slowly as you look around you are in the temple itself but you can't see much beyond the circle that has been drawn on the floor you and the father are standing there. There is the dead body of Aron. You can see the two turtle boys within the circle also, but they are moving exceptionally slowly. From behind them walks a very tall, towering figure. They have arms that seem unnaturally long. Their face is also very long, but it's skeletal. There's no flesh, there's no blood, there's no muscle. They're wearing a very long cloak and they have horns that go straight up in the air. And as they enter the circle, they say, Go home. A wrong spirit is not here for you. Who are you? They bow slightly. I am a wrong spectre, or at least I was. He has taken... He has decided to stay on the stalking plane and become one of them. And he throws his hand out in a direction and you see a very small pool of light appear. And within that pool of light, you see that there is a creature with very, very long, long arms. Almost like knitting needles, but they're a part of their bodies. You can see they also have fairly long legs. They have long, scraggly, whitish hair. And their jaws are quite long, with very sharp teeth. They have very bright eyes. And you can see their hair getting mixed up with their long arms kind of begins to make like a fabric or something. And then that fades out. What is that? What did he choose? (laughs) He chose 
to take their deal, cursing his family, seeing them all dead within a year, to become one of those pixie of fate with him. And if a skeletal creature could spit on the floor, it would, it does it. The father reaches out and puts a hand on your shoulder and he mutters something quietly to himself and the small hole that he made to get you guys through here, he pulls you back through and you find yourselves back within the material plane, the stalking gone, the spectre gone, the weird pixies of fate weaving gone. Gref and Arliss, what were you doing for the last hour? Um, Arliss definitely apologised Uh he did not realize that this was uh, someone of actual importance. He thought this was a grunt who died that they maybe kind of knew, not realizing the full gravity. So he's, he's apologizing and trying to still uh, proselytize his good word for our, our new friend <laughs> and recruit him for the mission. You still want that <laughs> job? <laughs> with with ridiculously Wait. high persuasion. I know this is awkward. Bad time, probably. And not but. making you roll persuasion <laughs> against each other. I won't do it. Um, <laughs> we do it. No. <laughs> Persuade me Gref, with dice. You find yourself outside the church. Uh, Aulus is by the carriage. Seemingly just stepped out. <laughs> Get some air. <laughs> Gref, like, uh, he, he stares like through the world like for a good uh like 20 seconds he's staring through the world he's like his eyes are focused on something that's not there and then he seems to like snap it back and sees that you're inside the carriage he's like what are you doing get the f- <laughs> and he starts like stomping towards you like get back in the carriage fair enough would you join me graf's gonna yeah 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 graf gets in in the back and like sits back uh Sorry, I did not realize that the dead one was actually someone near and dear to you. I thought it was uh, hired hands. We're all just hired hands. We stand together. We stick together. I did not understand the bond was that close. I don't know who you look at as your friends, but anybody who stands by my side and fights by my side is my friend. Well, not anybody, but I at least will miss them. Do you casually lose people in your fights? Do you not care? I care a great deal. The issue is uh, loyalty to someone you fight next to for no purpose seems alien to me. That is all. I say again, though, if, you, uh, if you've had thought into this, fighting for money, there is always money somewhere and... There is always corruption somewhere. There are always poor leaders. But if you found yourself on a, a path towards something greater, I think that's more worthy of your time. I, I also have made mistakes and lost friends. I, in confidence, I uh, can no longer commune with my God because of these mistakes that I have made. Some are aware of this. It, it is why I'm called the penitent sufferer. Is why I constantly and perpetually do the best I can to recover and one day speak to my God again once I have suffered enough. Made amends for my mistakes, but it doesn't need to be that way for everyone. 
And certainly there are good causes out there that would be more worthy of your time and causes worth fighting for instead of coin. Your friend died for coin. Mm. You could have become carpenters. He didn't die for coin. He died for his friend. But that's just my point. To what aim? His friends brought him into a battle of... Really, for all you could have known, you could have been fighting for a side of evil and not cared because they would have paid. Do I understand correctly? No, no, you do not. We're not here because the initiative told us to kidnap you. How dumb are you? Enlighten me. We're here. We're here because... Ivers has a person he needs to meet. This person has wronged him deeply and hardly. Heart. The only per- way for us to meet with this person again is to help you. Hmm. Nobody's paying us. We're doing this because we're friends. I stand corrected, and I apologize for my misjudgment. Who is this person you seek? I think Graf uh, kind of just clams up after this point and just goes like, it's not for me to speak. Ivers is a close-guarded person, and I will respect his privacy. I can respect that. And I think you are forced to sit in silence getting, like, one, uh, like one-word <laughs> answers here from out. I just start going into the good word for the rest of it, even though he doesn't even respond. <laughs> the good word for, of, 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 uh, of your suffering god. Um, Griff. Yeah? Uh, you can have an inspiration. Oh, thank you. Because your character grew and it's not sharing information. (laughs) (laughs) Wittingly or unwittingly. Um, Give inspiration for that. Thank you. An hour rolls by. You two in the carriage hear a crack of thunder coming from within the temple. About five or ten minutes later, Ivaris. Are you leaving? Are you talking with uh, the father further? I think there's a moment of silence. And uh, then Ivaris offers to help pay for the spell. Uh, he, he says, that has never happened before. Yeah. Um, I don't, I've never done that kind of thing, but uh, it did seem odd. I've had people say they don't want to come back before. I've had people desperate to return to their loved ones. I have never heard of any of them making deals with people within the stalking. That is... uh, If you could... See it within your means to replace the gem. That would be uh, that would be great. It is not easy for a church such as this to easily get hold of the diamonds needed for this. Sure. Um, I'm in between some money. Um, I could give you a bit now, and then I could send you some. Um, when I get, you know. Uh, he reaches out and he puts her hands uh, over both of yours so they're clasped within his and he says, 
Just send it whenever you are able. Don't skimp yourself now. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay now. I'm, I'm giving myself a safety net. Um, Iris gives him 400 gold. That is only 100 gold away from the 500 gold gem he needs. <laughs> oh, I thought it was 1,000, <laughs> but okay. No, it's 500 for Raystead. It's 1,000 if it's the, the bigger one. Got you. Roll okay. 5,000 for the bigger one. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. Iris can do that. He just wasn't ready to give like a thousand. <laughs> I'll pay him later. No. I'll give him whatever. No. I'll give him a, a, like, I'll give him a good thousand five hundo. I'll give him a good little tip later. But right now, <laughs> right now, I don't want right to spend me half my money right now. And I'll give okay. Something. But yeah, um, 400 is cool. Okay. He, he takes the 400 gold and he says, no, you keep hold of it until you have everything you need. And he wraps his hands or um, puts the gold back into your hands and says, you might need this. I still have one gem left in case it is needed. When you have it all, send it over when you are able. Uh, Iris like takes his hand and shakes it because he doesn't know how to do hand <laughs> gestures to show appreciation <laughs> yeah. very well. And so it's kind of like weird, but yeah, yeah he takes his hand and kind of shakes it and thanks him. Uh, he's very appreciative, and he uh, leaves uh, with intent to eventually uh, give uh, this man some I'm, money. I am sorry. Um, what? Uh, we will deal with the body best we can. Is there anything you know about him that whether he'd want to be burnt or buried or uh, disposed of? Uh, that's a terrible word. A cleric would never use that word. <laughs> Uh, to be buried at sea or in the land, uh, cremated and given to the skies. Is there anything about him you know that he would want? From the little I know of him, I don't think he'd want any of his uh, contraptions burnt, at least, or buried. Maybe he would, I don't know. The, uh, the auntie eat the dead. So I would uh, ask my companion, who seems a bit more accustomed to these things, I'll come back and let you know. Um, uh, I will, me and the boys will pray, pray him tonight and pop by at some point tomorrow. Don't, don't stress your other companion. He seemed very agitated. Apologize for me for getting so angry and rude with him. Ever snouts. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Make your hey, way back to the, the happy way, little cot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that tabaxi, the one that, you know, is thought that would get along well with Iran, the, you know, one from here in town. Contact her and tell her. Oh, yes, Dalka. Of course. Um, she might be interested and. Uh, she might be interested in retrieving some of his things here. And I don't really think that... Well, I don't think he cares one way or another, but, you know. I will see to it. I have an important question for y'all. Who has his guns? I was about to say... <laughs> I would imagine that... I. Yeah, I was going to say, Iris, uh, like, took it into the cart with him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think around this time, Gref is playing with it. 
already the trick. No. Are you playing with the big gun or the hand gun? I'm assuming the hand gun is still part of his hand, so I'm playing okay. with the big gun. All right, playing with the big gun. Can, can I ask so, him a question? Like, when was... I say play. Sure. Yes, you can. You can ask him while he's playing. Let's say you, you guys start talking and Ivaris can turn up whether he wants to turn up. So. He's, by the way, not like spinning it around. He's like, <laughs> he's holding it and like turning it over because he never was allowed to touch it before. <laughs> uh, are you familiar with Agma? Agma. Yeah, God of Knowledge. Yes, I asked because you're holding a gun and I was hoping. Or, I asked because you're holding an object that makes loud noises and can potentially cause great devastation. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, no, this is, uh, this is, um, he didn't exactly pray to any of the gods, but, um, I'm assuming that if Aaron were to choose a god, it would have been Agma. He actually did work on their, like, filing system for a while. I wonder if he finished the job. Filing system? What type of filing system? This is fascinating. It was very strange, and I can't answer you the questions. There were big levers, things moved, and he said, it doesn't look or sound good, let me fix it. And, and on a side fixing. note, Gref also got thrown out of that church. At this point, yeah, at this point, I first turns up. And I, I say very clearly when he walks in, but do you know of any relics of Agma, any primary ones that would be known throughout the land? You need to do an insight. I need you to do an insight for me. No, we don't. In that case, I need you to roll a deception check. No, we don't. I just want to know how badly <laughs> Gref fucks this up. Uh, Ivoris, I also need you to take a deception check. Unless you're just like, the Relic of Ogma! <laughs> me? Yes, you. You've turned up at exactly the moment he has okay. said this. 16. <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah, no. I got a 13. 16 to 13, inside of 18. Yeah, you can see through them both. This, yeah. That phrasing, Ogma sparked something in Gref. Maybe Gref just may know something about Ogma. Uh, when you mention Relic of Ogma, they know something. So, you, you, you've been staring at me, I, my devilishly good looks and my, my hair for a while, um, but you haven't said anything. Perhaps you could finish that thought out loud. No. Do you enjoy Ogma? Are you fans of Ogma, perhaps? You said your friend was almost a worshipper of Ogma, if he was religious, but he wasn't. I thought we were under a time crunch, Griff says as he climbs out of the cart. We, we are under a very <laughs> important taking, time crunch. And Griff is taking the gun with him and he's slicking it over his shoulder. <laughs> uh, uh, I look at the other one. I, I know you've had a, lot, a rough day. I need you to answer this. It's very important for reasons. Very important. Do you have a relic of Agma? And if so, do you know where the other next greatest relic would be? They're in safe hands. Both of them? I don't know. We need to know within the next few days. We're here now, but that's our next... That very well could be our next target. I know of one. You need to know of two. Very quickly. 
I think at this point, you can see Griffiths like staring at you from outside the cart, and he just slow, slowly goes like, uh, where's Aaron? He got shot and died, Griff. We'll talk later. To the cliffs. Iris is kind of avoiding eye contact. and He's not being a hostile or angry at you. Yeah. Graf's doing as he told. He climbs on the cart and starts uh, driving. The, uh, driving. Uh, you get them to where are you going? We're heading towards the cliff where the waterfall uh, comes out. Oh, so you're going into the cliff. You're going back to the school. The thing, no, no, no. The thing he said was, what was the phrasing you used? My very specific, very important instructions state very clearly (laughs) that they are below Freedom's (laughs) Bluff, below the cliffs, through the watery entrance. That's where we'll find it. Through the watery entrance is definitely like on, yeah, the waterfall, there's water, yeah, we jumped through waterfall to get there. You, you, You think it's inside, it's the school itself, the bar. It's probably the school itself, the bar. Would you like to know what we're looking for? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's let's say uh, which entrance are you using, so we can have this conversation before you may or may not spend time doing this. Because his answers may change you, and where you are may change what happens. So, I would. I ass- just want to be prepared. <laughs> I would assume we're using the one behind the teleporter because, if I remember correctly, that one was only half an hour or an hour. It was like an hour, yeah. Yeah, hour which and something. Was by far the quickest one oh, we found. Uh, okay. They yeah they take you up to a, a temple looking place, but it's been run down. The walls are mostly not there anymore. There's a teleportation rune um, in the ground itself. Um, yeah, this is where they take you. On top of here, if you look. Um, if you look in one direction, you can see the sea. Um, you are essentially right on that cliff uh, cliff edge. Um, you can see the sea far below you. It's a good. It's a good distance up. It's a lot of which which height are we? We can't use a rawns. It was a rawns, wasn't it? What was it Iverses here? Well, Iris and Graf are both super tall. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, it's a multitude of Graf's high. Um, <laughs> hundreds of Graf's high. Um, yeah. It's a fair distance. This is where we find you guys. It's probably about three-ish in the morning. Um, Yeah, there you go. The moon isn't really out because it's kind of disappearing. It's uh, waning. So, Do you have any interest in knowing what we're looking for? Of course. We seek something very, very important. If it's destroyed, I will kill you, personally. I just let you know this beforehand. It is of utmost importance, beyond even my own life, that we acquire these. What we seek are the bindings of Ilmeter, the suffering god. It should look that red. It's, it's like a, a, a thing you wrap around your hands. <laughs> I saw a pet him. I'm seeing the, the, the stunned face of this guy I'm trying to explain it. Yes, we... I will do my best to defend it. I need you alive and happy for us to complete our mission. Ah, delightful. I don't like the idea of dying. Me neither. Don't like being threatened either, but you can't always get what you want. You threatened me first, so it was just Reven now. 
yeah, uh, so Gruff gets you to the teleport thingy and you guys walk past the teleporter to one of the walls of the temple and there Gruff like mm, pats around until he finds a fake rock that reveals a hidden passageway. Are there people in here? Uh, there might be one very, very flamboyant goblin and that's about it. Uh, Everybody else left yesterday. Flamboyant goblin. Uh, does she have a name or he have a name? Jen Kisso. Okay. I, you should not... Uh, just don't be mean to them. They're really nice people. I have no intention. Let us... Uh, sorry, I just need to know if I could walk in like myself. You can be... Uh, just, let's just go. Let's do this. And Gref's gonna lead the way. Uh, Gref has both swords out as he moves... Uh, now that he's assuming that we're probably going to get into some kind of a fucking scuffle to get the fucking bindings of Ilmater. This raised the fucking stakes a little bit. I feel like you should have led with that. <laughs> he didn't trust you. Um, so you spend a good hour or more um, making your way inside, uh, making your way down various staircases, very cor- various corridors. You descend quite a distance. Um as the two of you have already been here, uh, as you guys kind of approach the area where the barracks is, where the um, workshop that was being partially repaired is, where a bunch of other training rooms, are, as you kind of reach this like backside of the bar, uh, you hear someone's enjoying themselves in a nocturnal way. Um, uh, what, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> Now, Jan Kisso did have keys to the hotel. Yes. Yes. But what's more romantic than behind a secret bar? <laughs> I mean, you're right. But like, I don't know. They were, just, they were just partying, you know. It's, it's, no, let's make it. I, it seemed make like this they might not want to make if, that long walk again. If my bar hookup takes me down an alleyway, it freaks me out. If my bar hookup takes me down an hour-long yeah, corridor... Yeah, what the fuck, Jan <laughs> What kind of charisma role is that? To just lead... What the fuck? That's why you people... You don't want to know his charisma that, roles. The fact that people can just kidnap people is the exact reason people are terrified of Ivaris, because he's a Yanti. <laughs> And Jan Kisso is just charisma role checking people down maybe, to murder town. Maybe Jan Kisso has already hooked up with this person at least once. You don't really know. <laughs> Jan Kisso has a checkered... No, they don't. They have an interesting... You don't know, but this is what you hear when you come down. You can make all the assumptions you want. Whatever, I don't care. Jan Kisso is uh, enjoying I'm assuming life. they're playing... Sorry, that game gets wild. <laughs> I was going to go with Twister. You seem distracted. <laughs> Both of you? <laughs> it's very evident to you as well. You can hear this. You just didn't know where you were. <laughs> I'm trying to like focus it out like I, I don't know. Just, just, just ignore it and be quiet. Uh, and Gref's going to try to lead them like a long way around. Like not. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing <laughs> for everyone involved. <laughs> Okay, um, so if you're trying to get to the bar area, yes. um, you have to go past the barracks. So, uh, But um, thankfully for you guys, Jan Kisso is a little bit more uh, uh, preoccupied so they don't notice you passing. Um, 
um, Arliss, you find yourself in a bar that has mostly been packed down. Um, The alcohol has begun to be boxed up and put into crates. Uh, The tables and chairs are stacked um, as if they're about to leave. But what's most noticeable for you is right in front of you is a curtain of water. It's it's, you're inside a waterfall, dude. Hmm. Uh, Have we passed the threshold or is it the other side? I'm not really sure because we had a secret passage. I don't know. Like, both sides are the other side. Like, let's just jump through and see if somebody's there. Let's do it. And Graf's going to lead the way. Okay. Uh, for the one of you that hasn't done this before, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Saving throw. Okay. Yes, please. Dex. Oops. No, I just... No, I didn't... Uh, the first one was the real one. They're both really high. 20. <laughs> You see how uh, Graf is jumping through. You probably calculate water is probably going to throw you off a little bit. So you, you give it that little extra and you jump through the waterfall without a, so much as a worry or a fall on your face. Um, you find yourself in a very big open area. Um, I say open area is probably not correct. A very big cavern. Um It's set out to be a kind of a, a, a sparring area. Um, the waterfall runs um, along this in a in a channel that uh, time has dug for it, um, and it flows out of the front of the cliff, uh, where you see it, it kind of basically flows out into the sea. Um, there are a couple of passages around that go to other places, but they don't take you there. They just take you to this cavern. Um, you can guys, guys go right to the edge and you can look down and see that a couple of hundred feet or whatever it is, you can see the sea and the rocks below. You can see the waterfall uh, hitting the ocean. Um, out in the far distance, you can see a couple of ships on the sea. That's um, that's about it. Hmm. Uh, so this is where I would... Yes, your little riddle would lead us. Yes, uh, the information was difficult to come by, so we will have to begin a search. I don't suggest we split up, unlike most conventional notions. Uh, we're probably better working together on this. Okay. Um, do you have any idea who or what carries the the string? I might, with a knowledge of religion. Sixteen. Not really. No. You wouldn't. You didn't know these existed as an actual physical thing um, until you heard about it. Um, you'd really have no idea what would stand between you and getting those bindings. You know, it, when you hear about these relics, you're not really sure if they're real. Sometimes, and you think, "Oh, you know, the bindings of Ilmenor. That's something that's uh, clearly not real and physical manifestation." But then you find out that there are other people who found other relics to say, Ogma. And don't want to talk about. You can them. see the expression on their face. <laughs> Some people would like to use those relics to kill gods. So, the safest hands are often the you know ones that can't use the scroll. I don't know where I was going with that. My hand is currently like at its blade, like for the first half of the sentence, and then when he says the safest <laughs> hands, it goes away. <laughs> He's been very adamant about not. Uh, killing the gods um so i think we should just search around uh, in the certainly 
How do we know that you're not trying to get these things to kill Ilmeda? I look down at my chest. (laughs) His immaculate wooden armor, as is his uh, shield. They all bear iconography of the suffering god. They all bear iconography of um, Ilmeda. I, I say I, I am the suffering, a penitent sufferer. My my whole purpose of existence is to make penance to Ilmeter so I can commune with my God again. I'm a paladin Only without a connection. Only you know your experiences. No, I'm pretty legendary. Your trinkets and clothes mean nothing. I don't. I know of you in the initiative, not much more. Hmm. Well, unfortunate for you. Uh, I can tell you this. I'll give you this information. Is the object you hold? A scroll <laughs> to Agma. Take an insight check. Uh, and if you two want to hide it, take a deception uh, check. Yep. Uh, ah. Grass. It's not my fault. I, I never meant to lie to anybody. 22, Graf. 19. Graf, what is your uh, shame? <laughs> Graph. Graph, what, what is, is your shame? shame? <laughs> what My did you do? Was a 10. Yes. It's not, it's, it's not a big deal, guys. As soon as you say, as you see, as you see, uh, as you mention the word, is it a scroll? You look at Ivaris and there's nothing. There's just nothing on his face. Like, it is the stoic look of a man who may or may not be a Yuntu. Um uh, tabaxi cough 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 tabaxi cough. As you look at Graph, Graph's eyes go like completely wide. It gives the game away. Just like, his pupils die like everything. It's just like, wait, what? Is it with a goblin as we speak? Uh, yes. <laughs> I need you to take a deception check, dude. You, come on. What? Well, you're, if you kill Jankisso, we're gonna have problems. <laughs> Don't kill Jankisso. But yeah, uh, I am I'll lying. Need you to make, I am take lying, of course. Yes. Twenty-one. Uh, That's a tall order for your insight, man. No. A ten. Yes, so far as you know, it's with a goblin. Well, I regret to inform you, uh, one of my objectives has me retrieving that scroll. And I need you to stop me from completing that objective. I cannot be allowed to return the scroll to Kells. You were sent to find the scroll, too. I know where it is, and I'm going to get it, and it will do be retrieved. Do you know where it is? I do. That is our next stop. Well, our second and next stop. Okay. Let's just get the strings and that we can argue about who or what has the scroll. Uh, or whatever you guys are talking about. The short answer is you can trust me and I believe I can trust you. Our aims are the same. We, we seek to save the gods. Well, yeah. Sure, but we both work for the people that we shouldn't trust for that reason. You see how this gets difficult. Alice smiles greatly. I work for many individuals. Okay. Here, very simply put, uh, I work directly for Kells. Kells is the one trying to kill the gods. Can I insight that? Yes. Yeah, cool. same here. A ten. <laughs> 23. On a 10, you're unsure. You, you're like, drow emotion. Ah! On a 23, you look past the beauty on his face and he is telling you the absolute truth. Kels is 
you you don't know who Kells is? Have we heard of Kells V? Uh, you can both take uh, history checks, but it's super easy. I vaguely recognize mention, so I'm not actually too sure. Oh no! <laughs> eight. Yeah. Oh no! Okay, I need you both to tell me what your shames were for your history checks. Uh, eight five. is my shame. <laughs> eight and a five are your shames. Um, you recognize the name. You've definitely, definitely, one hundred percent heard it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> tell us what it is. Damn it. <laughs> tell it. Tell oh, us. It's me. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. You. Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, Kells is very high in the government. I accidentally helped well, Kells come into power. She is, in fact, uh, a very powerful necromancer who aims to kill the gods one by one. Great. I work for Kells so that I can do the work for others and prevent this from coming to pass. I did not realize how grave the situation was until recently, when one deity was no longer around. So you helped until it happened, and now you are suddenly surprised by your actions? Incorrect. I am constantly gathering information which is passed to other interested parties who are trying to prevent the same goals that we are. But this can't be done from a distance. You are doing the same thing that we are doing with the initiative. You are playing the part for information to prevent them from getting things. Who are your true masters, then? We are... We don't really have any... Then join the assembly. There it is. Okay. Uh, can I incite? <laughs> what are you trying to incite? Um, basically verifying that, yes, he is doing the same thing that we are by playing the necromancer sure. in much sure, the sure. same way that we are playing. Yes, uh, just a straight insight then. 19. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just, I just want to make Iris feel comfortable. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. You take him at his word. Hmm. I was Gref reacting. Oh, uh, Gref just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Gref has been assuming that he is the double agent. Aethod has been, and thusly Gref has been assuming since we met the guy that he's a, like a weird double agent thingy that's going on. So Gref just kind of rolls his eyes when he's like, join the assembly, yeah! Like, just looks at uh, back at Ivers. Consider it then. The assembly has someone who has done some harm. Most collectives do. Sure. This is personal to me, and I need that person to fix the trouble that their actions have caused. Until that is resolved, I am going to uh, do things my own way. But I hope that one day we can talk about your intentions, the Assembly's intentions, a bit more openly. 
And hopefully that day will be soon. So let us find the cord, then we'll find the bindings, then we'll find the scroll, and I'll be on my way after reaching my contact. You'll understand if we need to have a conversation before you leave with those items. Of course. Sure. Okay, then. I hope we have many more conversations. Sure. So what are you guys doing? How are you looking for what it is you think you're looking for? So currently we're looking for the string or the bindings? Well, I got all my spell slots back. (laughs) So I can locate (laughs) objects. Sure, click the button for me. I can do one locate object. I've been holding off zone of truthing your ass for like, how long have we been recording? Because I wasn't sure if I would need another spell slot. Did I? I can't tell if I've... Did I locate an object already? No, I should uh, have two you slots. You haven't since you have all your spell slots oh, back. Oh, I smited it second level. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Then, yes, like, that is nah, my last... You. Yeah, that is my last second level spell slot then. To locate object okay. on some bindings of Illmater... All right, click the button. Are you doing this as a ritual? No, I can do a spell. I've got well, actually, well, okay. if we got ten minutes, I can do a ritual. Because <laughs> you got time. I don't know if we. I mean, it's only the fate of the world in hand. I mean, well, you know, V has been mean lately with killing people, and I just want to make I sure have I have a spell not. slot to go into this with because we sh- certainly aren't very well rested, and it's like three in the morning. Um, so <laughs> I'll do it as a ritual. Sure, I'll take ten okay. minutes. Locate object. I'll just be fake, fake praying, right. looking around while I'm like supposed to be praying, and trying to be like, do I see anything? No, do I see? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll deal with you in a moment. Um, Iris, I need you to do your thing. Oh shit! I oh, need to bring up the thing. Is it a D10? I got a two. <laughs> the three of you feel this overwhelming change a shift in the way that you talk and it's almost as if for the next oh i need to check how long this lasts oh graf aren't you charmed by iris for some reason for his dumb magic too we forgot about that (laughs) right right i think everything you say in the best possible way yeah you love him you're charmed by him i don't think that's still going there's no way for the next 10 minutes the three of you feel like you can't utter a lie. The zone Fuck. of truth is cast in the area of um, Ivaris. He is the center of it. You three are all affected by this, and for the next 10 minutes, none of you can lie. All is right. this not the most Arliss. convenient spell to have happened after we talked? This is, this is, this makes, after you've talked, yeah, this is like ultimate irony. Um, you hear a deep sigh from Iris. <laughs> okay. Uh, Arliss, what is it that you were trying to do? I'm going to say this happens before the zone of truth because it happening afterwards is funnier. Um, what is it that you were trying to do? You were just looking around for what? Anything in particular? Yeah, or? I was just starting perceiving while uh, while kind of like half praying, but like looking like I'm really praying, but I'm really looking around. So do you want to focus more on deception or perception? Uh, perception is more important. I don't care if they... Okay. Yeah. Roll a perception check, man. They can make fun of my religion all they like. Uh, perception. 14. 
Uh, with a 14, um, as you look around, you can see the um, there's a couple of routes into this room other than the waterfall. Um, one of them looks like it comes from a very steep set of stairs. Um, looks like it's been travelled maybe fairly recently. You can also see that uh, the waterfall comes um, into this room. Um, so there must be an area just above the waterfall um, that you could probably get into. Um, but otherwise, you don't see any other underwater secret entrances by looking at the uh, where the water is flowing um, through this room, through the... Um, channel that um, nature has created for over the uh, millennia you don't see any entrances really you don't see anything like that here um gref is there anything you want to be doing for these 10 minutes uh, uh gref would be uh basically hmm. is gref holding the gun is he now holding on to it is that now his he's responsibility strapped, he's strapped it across like i'm assuming the gun has been kind of like rifled uh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I, I'm assuming I, I was, uh, Aaron was walking around with it like old musket style, like across his back. He probably had some sort of gizmo where he attached it to somewhere, but... Oh, right, yeah, yeah he has yeah. wings. He couldn't afford to have it across yeah. his back. Um, but no, let's say that it's fairly easy for you, like during the time you could have made a sling for it or whatever, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. so Graf's got it just uh, slung across the across his back. And Graf is uh, looking around for any changes to the environment since he was here last. Make a perception check. Boop. That's 23. No changes. Nobody's been here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, As you come to the idea, nobody has been here. And as you come to the idea of like, oh, there's a place there and there's some staircases there, but that's about it. And as um, Ivaris finishes his spell, you all feel compelled to only be able to speak the truth. Locate objects within a thousand feet. Yes. Yes, you locate it. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of woo. Yeah. That's always ominous. Far, 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 far below you. In the water? Down. Great. So not in the water. Far, far, far below you. You are in the cliff. It is far, 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 far below you. And if you were to hazard a guess and you looked at roughly sea level, it's probably just under that. Hmm. And it's a, a back a fair distance as well. So it's away from the cliff face, below the level of the sea. I point at it and make everyone aware. <laughs> it's there, below sea level. Well, then we should begin moving. Uh, of course. Um, Meta talk. Uh, like, are we thinking that um, it's like we have to go where the water flows out of the cave, i.e., not the waterfall into the bar, but follow that water and it falls out of the cave? Are we thinking there might be a passageway underneath that waterfall too? Or are we assuming some of the tunnels take us there? I don't know. I haven't been here before. Mm. B, what would our characters assume? Uh, you guys uh, found like maybe one or two other tunnels that led you down, but it led you down to the place which you have recently just blown up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were no other exits out of there, but you didn't see any other ways down. Oh, boy. 
Uh, I mean, there are a couple of people that may know about it, uh, but they're currently banging. So <laughs> oh, no. that's a questionable maybe. Um, but there are other people in town that you sought out to give you information about things that maybe you could speak to. Um, other than that, you could always jump off of the cliff and have a look under the waterfall. Well, whoever we ask, they can't lie. So, <laughs> No, no. You guys can't lie. <laughs> it's a radius of me. Yeah, but it's 10 minutes, dude. You're not getting back yeah. to the surface in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, no, but like Jane Kisso. And Jane yes, Kisso's goblin yes, you friend. Could, you could go interrupt <laughs> him and his partner. Y- yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that could be exceptionally awkward. <laughs> how, many, uh, how many feet up are we? Uh, significant feet up. But under a thousand. Why? Under a thousand. Uh, we're under a thousand, yeah. I might have climbing gear. Uh, if you're talking about rope, it's definitely more than 50 feet. Hmm. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> deep down in the cliff, maybe old tunnels, uh, an old mine, maybe? Like, uh, the, the, the place where... The robot blew up. That's uh, it's far above where I'm assuming this is. Here's my question, V. Yeah. Think very carefully about your answer oh, to my no, question. I, I cast a ten minute ritual. Is he still banging, or can I knock? <laughs> <laughs> Only some dice. <laughs> He needs to roll a constitution check every three minutes. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable for you ask me that question. We need information, V. <laughs> the people I need to talk to, V. I'm not the okay, one in a hurry, V. that's a respectable v. amount of time. Um... Yes, it took you 10 minutes to cast this, probably after like five or 10 minutes of talking. Um, and in in his defense, we don't know how long they were going before. So this isn't like, a like oh, he didn't last long. Like, <laughs> come on. Yep. yep. I just want to know this if they're done. Judgment of his performance. We're not judging here. I just want to know if, the time, if the time to ask Let's questions say with like is maybe. Available. Three or minutes so left on your your thing, you you hit and go quiet. <laughs> You're not oh a judgment God. paladin, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <sighs> paladin at all. I'm Which, barely a paladin um, at all. I know that feeling. Yes, you have about three minutes left on your zone of truth, and you can probably go knock. Um. <laughs> Do you want to go knock straight Anyone, away? <laughs> I want to make it seem like I don't know what's going on. Anyone in there? <laughs> or not? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Anyone in there? <laughs> I checked the hotel. I couldn't find anyone in here. Hmm. Oh, just open the room, darling, I say. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. A little bit. Oh, there they are. Okay. And you... You hear him like muttering something very quietly. Um, 
They 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 open the door and you see that they've got like a bed sheet wrapped around their waist. Um, you no, can see like the hair no, on their chest. They're wearing like silken like robes. They've just had sex. If they're still wearing clothes, no, it was not good sex. I was not letting that happen no, to him. It's like like those like gaudy like silk robe thingies that like are super shiny. He's wearing and ugly. a kimono. No, what? <laughs> okay, no, okay. He's okay, wearing all sheet. right. I'll take the kimono. <laughs> no, it's for a good style. All right, Very so relaxed. barely, barely pulling on the kimono and barely <laughs> hiding everything he may or may not have, um, like his his bare, you know, his his uh, hairy chest on show. You can see the makeup has like run a little bit and smudged. Um, and he's like, "Yes, darling, I'm <laughs> a little busy right now." Oh, sorry. We need to find a thing. Um, do you know of anything how to get down there? There's something magical down there we need to get. Do you know how to get down there? We need <laughs> someone that knows how to get down there. I move his hand pointing. away from pointing like in anywhere that could be construed as his crotch. Because he's pointing straight down and like the camera and no one can see this. There's something magical down there. We need somebody to get down there. I, uh, I don't quite know what you're insinuating over us. Uh, he's being really bad at this. There is a cavern or a tunnel or something way, way, way far down below in the cliffside. We need to get there. Do you know? Could there- this possibly wait until tomorrow? I'm, uh, I'm right can't. in the middle of something, guys. It genuinely can. We're actually not being the impatient ones take a, on this. Surprisingly, take a persuasion check. You grab. You knob goblin, hobgoblin. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> He's not a hobgoblin. <laughs> no, it's a performance. No persuasion. <laughs> it got worse. That's a seven. Your shame this time was a seven. Um, and uh, Janky, so kind of like uh, puffs chest up a little bit and stands a little taller, um, pulling the kimono a little bit tighter around them. So, well, no, I think uh, this will have to wait until tomorrow. I'm, I'm somewhat busy. I'm very tired, a little bit dry. I step in the way. Good night, gentlemen. Uh, Allah steps in the way. Oh, who's this uh, chop of tall and handsome? Hello. Pulls out five gold. I'll give you five gold. We just needed a guide. A guide? Honey, darling, sweetheart, as beautiful as you look. My, my. I bat eyelashes. Sorry, what were we talking about? Do you know how to get down there? Just tell us how to get down there and we'll be on our way. Uh, Darling, I don't actually know what you're talking about. Further down into the cliffs. Do you not know of a way down? Well, no, I think you all just blew one up recently, right? What? The only way you ended down, I, I know, you. there was a, a, a room and there was an explosion. There was a whole thing about it. Was, um, and you see them look from left to right. Was, uh, was it Ron? And uh, you see them pull the door kind of closed behind them as they realize this conversation is getting out of hand. <laughs> Don't worry about that right now. Um. Well, okay then. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, the cliffs. You don't know how to get further down into the cliffs from here. If there was a place further down, I don't know how to access them from here. I mean, one could always jump into the sea and have a look. Is it that far down? How do you know there is somewhere down here? Magic. Oh, of course. Magic, yeah. Oh, but okay. Griff, you don't have magic. And you see them like reach up and kind of like pinch your cheek a little. All right. Yes, Thank I you. don't have magic. Thank you for your help anyways. Um, Can I go back to... Uh, yeah, uh, good night. Uh, good night. Yeah. How long How long are you guys going at it? <laughs> you see them, like, give you the 
hardest stare. Um, and then they sort of like turn their back to you and uh, they go to open the door. But as they do, you see them like look back up at uh, Arliss and it's like, well, if you ever need to find someone to help you unwind, serve you a good drink. Uh, I'll be at a place called the, what was it, Griff? Leaky Bucket? You can, you can catch me there, darling. Hmm. Somewhere in Shilvana. I wink back. Perhaps some other time. Two lols. Mm-hmm. Ooh, exciting. And you hear them close the door. <laughs> okay. Well, I've now been twice propositioned today. Wonderful. Uh, how do we go? But do you think, okay, did we see a place that looked like it could have gone further down that we didn't explore on our way through? Mm-mm. No? Okay. No, so no. this would have to be I... a new entrance to somewhere. Can we spot it around here? A new door place we haven't been? Uh, some hidden door the... or anything? Eve, uh, even if you guys spent like an hour or more... Um... Even like somehow you guys managed to clamber your way up inside the waterfall in which you guys, um, which is flowing into the the arena, you can see it's just a large empty space. Um, there's evidence that people may have slept here at one point, but that was like way back into the day. There really is no entrances or exits that you guys haven't explored before and nothing that you have explored before would lead you further down. Are there any waterfalls and cliffs that we don't, that like we're not at that we know of? <laughs> uh, that's an oddly phrased question, but I think I know what you're talking about. Um, you as know, you kind of like stick your head out right of place? the, as you guys stick your head out of the thing to say, hey, maybe there's more waterfalls. There aren't. This is um, the only sort of waterfall that's coming out of the cliff itself. Okay, so we need to go down. Yeah, to the base of this waterfall. I am assuming that there might be some kind of underwater cavern system or something underneath this waterfall. Hmm. Okay. Do we just ride the waterfall? Is there a better way? How do? We... No, no. I, I may have almost accidentally thrown me and Shadowfist off the edge <laughs> of this waterfall, but I have no intention of doing it intentionally. Man. So, how many hit points does Graf have? Is he looking okay? I look mostly okay. I'm at 36 out of 49. Okay, you're close to me. Okay. Um, we'll just climb around. We'll get to back to town. Uh, we'll get to the basin of this waterfall. We can search around there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put it out there. It's probably about five-ish in the morning, um, five or six in the morning. You guys can see the sun coming out um, in the far distance. <laughs> it's been like a whole night whole night you guys are pretty tired <sighs> we are so close can we just is there any way we could just climb down perhaps do you think you could climb down if I was it or get me out back out if I could climb down you can <laughs> climb down if you want why do you need this now there's a timeline and a ta- how f- I know how strict of a timeline uh, Agma, um, perhaps has a few days. A few days. And then Lyra is set after that, then Lathander, then Ilmeter. Uh, I know that order is skewed, but, uh, to pick up here, we can stop and prevent the death of Ilmeter, and it's on the way to preventing the death of Agma. 
It sounds like we have time to take a rest. Perhaps. I slept in the carriage, I suppose, but... Yeah, I I noticed. Mm. (laughs) Well, if we need to, I will endure this rest. I'm not one for the sun. If we continue, we will be a little bit less useful. Hmm. Fair enough. As the sun, as you talk about not liking the sun and double checking your information is correct, um, as the sun peeks into um, into the, the cavern that you guys are standing in, Ivaris, I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Why? What are you doing to us? Ivaris. I'm doing this to Ivaris. Where did I'm we go? Ivaris, what he's doing to Where us? did we go that he's this happened, V? You're just standing there, okay? Why You're just is this standing happening, there. V? The sun is rising on... If I die, on, The sun is rising on day 32, so fuck you. Um, How could this happen to me? Things uh, are just happening at you, okay? Well, it's a nine, so does that... How's that? As you stand there, you feel the symbol which has fused into your eye socket glow. You feel this warmth spread very quickly through your bloodstream. And a moment later, the two of you standing near him see him flash a bright white, almost radiant light. But he is thrown back 50 feet and lands square on his face. And he is unconscious for one hour. (laughs) What did I do, V? I don't know. Graference. What did you do? Graference over to Ivers. Like, Ivers, Ivers! And. Ooh, ooh, if you approach us, the swords come come out like, no, 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 you stand back, holy man. I'm just trying to look for an attacker because I'm confused what happened. I am too. Like, blade out, ready to defend. Okay, okay, I approve of that. You're you're unconscious, be quiet. (laughs) Uh, You go to shake him awake, but he does not rouse. I don't. I can't find no. any attacker. Can I make a roll for Gref? Because I think Aether knows what just happened, but Gref might not. It definitely doesn't. Uh, argue a stat with me, because I think I know what you're rolling. All right, I wanna roll. Let me look over my things real fucking quick. Oop. That's an 18 on a perception. Uh. On your perception, you have seen this exact thing happen before, except last time you were the one who managed to catch Avalov, um, Adnilov when she fell. Um, you saw this happen when Savras died. Yeah. Gref like looks down at you and uh, down at Ivers and then looks back up, but uh, I have your name written down. <laughs> Alice. Yeah. Alice. Um I. This happened when something very similar to this happened when Sa- Savras died. Hmm. I I attempt to knowledge Arcana with no chance whatsoever or religion. It uh, would be Arcana or religion. They're both the same. I got a twelve. I just kind of like think I probably have no idea what's happening. It probably has something to do with Savras but you don't know what. It probably has something to do with Savras, uh, not an additional death of an additional deity. I would like to think I'm in the know on 
that front. Let's just get him to bed. Certainly. Um, I'll let you carry him. Our search has stopped for now. So it shall be. Lead on. Okay. Pick him up. Gref picks him up. And the barracks are just one closed off room. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Jen Kiso. You're not being helpful. You're being especially sassy earlier. Um, being that it has been a, a some time, um, they have fallen asleep. Um, you see two two shapes sharing one bed, mm. um, and you you lay um, Ivoris down. Crush gonna like. Now there are three shapes sharing one bed. <laughs> no, there are not. Stop it. We had the time. We didn't Stop have it. to leave. We're just gonna long rest anyway. <laughs> Let's all just cuddle. Yeah. Uh, Snuggle. Gruff places <laughs> Iverson in his bed and uh, starts taking off his armor. Gruff uh-huh. uh, is not going to lie down in one of the beds. He's going to take, like, kind of post next to Ivers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could easily find a chair and bring it up nearby. Yeah. And the intention is to, for at least Gruff to take a short rest. He doesn't need a long rest, really. Okay. Uh, but to stay kind of vigilant and... Uh, Basically guard Ivers. Something just fucking okay. knocked him out. If you go for um, one more night without sleep, you will have to take a level of exhaustion. Agreed. Okay. Um, about an hour later, uh, Arliss? Arliss is uh, taken off his armor, and he still has his sword at his hip. But he's going to okay. look around the area and see if he can find anything that could be used for climbing and just sort of scour the immediate uh, couple buildings. Or Yeah, you could... Um... Yeah, kind of like like meandering around this kind of uh, as you've heard them maybe maybe once at the school, um, you find that yeah you could find ropes and climbing gear and you can find uh, you know additional ways of uh, making rope or tying bed sheets together. Yeah, there's plenty of climbing gear that you could assemble or makeshift make. He um, does that for about an hour, scary. also stealing one of the uh, makeshift and uh, let's call it an astray brew, missing inventory. Um, not a problem. <laughs> uh, he'll liberate the missing inventory, uh, and crack it when he returns it. So it looks like the contents may be spilled and actually genuinely spill a little bit of them. Perfect. Yes. You can absolutely steal a beer. Um, or wine, whatever it is, your, your characters or water or whatever it is they're into. Um, you're missing out. John Kisser makes fantastic cocktails. Um, about an hour after you start your short rest. So you have your short rest one hour. Ivoris wakes up. You feel really good. Well, that's unexpected because you knocked me out and uh, was rude. So I was uh, thinking this was a main thing that you were doing. But uh, you feel okay. super good. <laughs> you wake up, and for the briefest moments, you maybe forget Savaras is gone. His. Um, his aura, his touch, his feel of him being around you, that divine presence. You feel something there. It's not Savras, but you feel something there. You feel like something in the world has been healed, patched over, sealed. You genuinely feel a better connection with your magic. I test it by reaching over and giving Gruff lay on hands. What, does lay on hands activate it? Nope. Fuck. <laughs> well, are we about to sleep? Kill Queens. <laughs> I just took a short rest, so I'm about to pop all my hit die. Um, I'll do protection from evil and good. 
on Graf. Okay. You reach out, um, and the well of divine magic that you tap into creates a shimmering field around Graf, um, protecting him from good and evil, or evil and good, whichever way around it is. Uh, Graf kind of jumps at you, casting a spell randomly, and tells you, oh, uh, you're awake. Absolutely no side effects happen. (laughs) For those in the know, it is day 32. What happened on day 32? We sealed the portal. We sealed the portal in Chapak. The portal of Savras. So, you have your magic back without no longer having to roll any insanity things, which drove me up the wall. None of that <laughs> ever has to ever, ever happen again. So good. And I am super happy about this. So good. So good. <laughs> oh, I miss my cobalt um, friend. <laughs> you will miss your cobalt friend, but maybe you'll meet him again in another way. Um, I'm, I hope so. Um, yeah. Ivers looks kind of uh, relieved. Well, my magic is fixed. Oh, wait. Does that mean Severus is back? No. Uh, No. (laughs) I don't know. Absolutely not. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how it's working like it is, but something happened and... uh, Everything seems fine with it now. All right. Well, just lie back down, and Graf like kind of pushes you either like back down or back onto the bed link. Because we used hit dice already, didn't we? Did we? We didn't. I don't remember. But either way, if you guys take a long rest now, you can get all that stuff back. That's okay, we'll right. just take a long rest. In. Okay, um, I'm going to say that you two take your long rest. Uh, whilst the long rest is happening, I would like Orlus to tell me what he is doing, and we will do the rolling associated with what I think I you want to be doing. Orlus is going to uh, look at the two huddled figures and kind of just like longingly like, no, I don't have time, and then leave. <laughs> and then the two under the same yeah. cover, or the two that are next to each other but not under the same bit. And- Okay. Yeah, right. the, the two goblins. The two that look more affectionate with with each other, and I'll I'll depart. Yeah, the two goblins. Okay. I'll set up uh, right. a rope slash bedsheet slash whatever system to basically make it so when they wake up, all we have to do is descend. Be super easy. Um, he'll get a four minute or sorry, a four hour uh, meditation in there somewhere, and then um, <laughs> maybe at one point he's just going to test all the way to the bottom until just he has it, like literally just taking the sheets uh, and seeing how far he can get just to see what's down there and like literally poking his head um, coming back up. Yeah. So, uh, you could, uh, there's a, there's a fair amount of rope here and between the rope and the makeshift bed sheets, which you kind of double up to make sure that, yeah, yeah. All the good stuff. Um, and you, you hammer all the correct things in all the right places so that you'll be safe on the way down. Um, you can make it down to the water. Absolutely. No problem at all. Um, do you want to go into the water and see if you can find the entrance? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do a scout thing. They they need to sleep for eight hours. I only need four. I need to know 
Well, okay. So, Travis, here's, here's the thing with long rest, elves, drows, and all those weird people who do meditation things. You still have to be doing light duties for eight hours. Yes, you can meditate for four, but you still have to take it easy for the other four. Gotcha. So, no. Uh, well, hmm. Hmm. Uh, you did sleep last night, so you can go a day and a night without sleeping. Yeah, I'll, I'll It just I'll means next it. time the long rest comes up, you'll have to take it. I'll scout yeah. it very quickly. Okay, I need to know what your constitution is, my friend. My constitution... Yes, please. ...is 12. Okay. <sighs> Suffocating. A creature can hold its breath for a number of minutes, equal to one plus the con modifier. When out of breath, you can survive for a number of rounds, equal to its con mod. So, your con modifier is one. Mm-hmm. You can hold your breath for two minutes. I'll just be and super, then you will suffocate super in one safe round. with all of my decisions. So you're going to swim down for a minute and swim back up again? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the most. Uh, maybe not even a minute. Just kind of like one direction, two direction, just kind of all eight. Figure out which ways to go. Okay. You dive down and you your first direction is like almost straight in front of you because that would be the most obvious. Yeah. It takes you a minute. You swim back up. You swim back down and look a little bit to one side and then you see it. There is a passage pretty far down, maybe another two or three rounds, um, and you'd get to that entrance. So, I don't want to do it without him. I really don't feel comfortable. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll I'll venture back up, but now I know where it is. Yes, and then uh, you know its entrance. You know nothing more than there is an entrance to an underground complex somewhere below this waterfall. Hey, I'm Alice, and I've got some new grumpy companions in this episode, but the goblins seem like they could be quite a lot of fun. If you're interested in hearing more of my voice, you can check out podcasts by Fool and Scholar Productions, like Dark Dice or The White Vault. Dun, dun, dun. But seriously, thank you again for listening, and we will catch you later. Imagine what your ideas can do. Oh, we're not doing that anymore? Okay, got it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.